up, everybody? Welcome back. I hope you're ready. I hope you're excited. I hope you're buckled in. Because we're about to enter the Danger Zone. Yeah, baby! Let's go. Let's go. We did it. We didn't mess it up. We didn't mess it up. <laughs> After 15 minutes of preparation, so close. we did not mess it up. That was way beautiful. That was way more than 15 minutes. It was way like 30 more. minutes. Um, Jacob, I'll have you introduce our topic. Oh, wait. We probably should introduce ourselves again. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's been so long. Yeah. I'm Jacob. Um, yeah. He's Jacob. I'm always here. And we have our other other big man in the room. Eli. Yep. What's up? I'm also always here. Sometimes. Sometimes. Not always. Well, more frequently. Well, I'm always. F- I thought I was official now. No, you're yeah. official. You're yeah, on, you're, you're official. on the you're right. on the name list of the oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, I put you on you. there. All right, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, we had to take one person off. Oh. Yeah, that's gonna be well, awkward when they listen to this episode. All right. But keep this right. Let's be honest, they probably won't listen to it. No. Right, anyway, <laughs> Jacob, uh, introduce our topic, please, uh, and thank you. Yeah. So there's been a lot of controversy over the big man. Uh, the quote-unquote top G, Andrew Tate. So we're going to kind of talk about him. We're not going to put him on a pedestal. We're going to talk about the good things he does and the bad things he does and have a little little debate on where, where we all stand with him. And then we're also going to bring in Jordan Peterson and kind of what what we his importance and significance and uh, talk about the things he stands for. I'm also going to throw in a quote from Logan Paul um, based on Andrew Tate. Um, and Logan Paul is getting a lot of controversy for it. We'll get into that in a little bit, but a lot of the things that's going to be talked about on this podcast has to stem from um, masculinity and feminine. I can't even say femininity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that big thing, um, and kind of like where our society puts those two different um, two different topics, and kind of where we're gonna find our middle ground. Cool, cool. <laughs> All right. So where should we start? I love you, Eli. I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> um, Andrew Tate. Who is he? Andrew Tate. Who, who is, is Andrew Tate? And how did he get where he is right now? He's a pimp from Indiana. That's <laughs> what he is. Is he actually from Indiana? from Indiana? Yeah, he is. No, well, no, he's not from Indiana, but he lived in Indiana. Ah, uh, um, I got you. I, I don't think he's born in Indiana. Oh, yeah, I got you. But yeah, Anyways. he is from Indiana. Well, let's hear more about him. Like, he's who is he? He's a big chess guy. Chess? And, uh, yeah. He got big fame and fortune over by being a pimp. And if you don't know what that means, don't go look it up. But it's not necessarily a good thing. And um, he also was a, a fighter. Yeah, he was, he was a kickboxer. Did really well. He's got like four world titles. Pretty crazy. Um, and then he recently blew up all of our social media with a bunch of controversial topics and especially how he said those statements that he made. Um, And some people love him. Some people hate him. There's really no in between. You either love the guy or hate the guy. Um, But yeah, he's, he's been, he got banned on all social media platforms and now has been brought back on a couple, very few. Um, And yeah, that's, that's about all you need to know. Sweet. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for that, Jacob. Um, You're very welcome. <laughs> All right, so started off with um, basically what he stands for. Did you already go over that? Basic, um, like his base foundation of what he's like known for. So like in yeah, a way, what, what he's known for is like bringing back masculinity and empowering men, um, bringing back that traditional sense of masculinity, 
that in our society has been almost casted out because um, of this, that, and the other topics we'll get into later in the podcast. And he's really known for kind of bringing that sense of masculinity back, but then also um, he's known for his topics of saying different things about this and the other about women, which I don't want to get a whole lot of into right now. What about Eli? You got anything to say on Andrew? Yeah, he's a very controversial man right now. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, we were kind of talking about it a little bit before we started recording. But what we kind of agreed on is that um, what he stands for or kind of his personal beliefs um, and why, in a way, we agree with him and how some of his uh, opinions do actually line up with the Bible. But there's a lot of... Um, mix up in the way that he'll communicate how he feels about things or the way he goes about expressing it. And like, it just comes off as very kind of arrogant and um, misogynistic almost. And just there's like the, the manner in which he says things, it's just not smart, but the opinions he does hold have validity to him. And that's kind of why I think a few of us here actually do kind of agree with him on a few things. Yeah, I'd say that probably me and Ben align or agree more with what he says, and Eli's still, still like what he said, agrees with some of the things he says and talks about, but not as not as much. Which, um, kind of the ideology of saying like, I heard it explained one time. He says he has a lot of truth to what he says. He just says it in the most offensive way possible, <laughs> which is a very very accurate description of how he portrays different things. And um, I think that's kind of like where he gets in trouble with a lot of a lot of the stuff he says. Yeah, I I, I would have to agree. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't really know <laughs> what else to say after that. Um, so there's a, there's some stuff saying that he has like he kind of has some of the Christian belief in his thoughts, but he's not an actual Christian as well. So how does that affect how we should view him as a potential uh influencer um i think so i think one of the things one of his like you like you said a quote earlier when we were talking about this of uh, something he said do you want me to pull it up yeah um i don't remember what it, i don't remember what it was, was it about the girls with um i think it was the other one all right let me look anyways there's there's different things and specifically from a maybe it was that one what was what was the one you said um, the 18 to 19 year old women are more attractive because of because they've been through less um, yeah. <clears throat> you know what stuff <laughs> um, you can check that out in I think our third episode yeah that kind of stuff yeah and uh, <laughs> what what aligns with the bible right then and there is talking to you about like he says it, once again, he says it in the most offensive way possible. So if you take that quote out of context, it sounds very offensive and <coughs> sexist and misogynistic. But from a Christian worldview, like we know we're supposed to save ourselves for marriage and not necessarily save, yes, save sex for marriage, but as a whole be pure for marriage. That's that's the biggest key. Um, and a lot of times we just bring that to sex, but it's really be pure before marriage. And kind of what he's saying is a woman who has saved herself 
for that man is more attractive than someone who has just slept around with a bunch of people. And so I'd agree with that. I'd say that aligns with the Bible. Now, there's other things that he says that isn't necessarily true, but that's one of the things where it's like, okay, yes, he's not a Christian, but he's taking something, he, he has a moral value that he holds that is true to what the Bible says. Now, if he holds himself to that standard, that's completely different topic, and I'd argue that he does not, but that statement that he makes, I'd say is true. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Because like you're saying, it does line up with the Bible in the sense of like um, someone who saves himself for marriage is more desirable because of like what you're talking about. So I think there's like bits and pieces of what he says that are true, but there's just a lot more stuff that I don't know. Like, I just feel kind of iffy on it, you know? I'm not sure if I if I like this guy too much just because... He just seems to go about um, talking about these things in very crude ways, and he just seems very worldly and kind of shallow. So I'm not sure how I feel about him. So do you think people are hating on him because he's telling the truth or he's because he's doing being too extra about it? I think a lot of it is because he's being too extra about it. A lot of um, backlash he's getting is just because of like the manner of how he's saying these things. But I think there also is the component of a lot of people don't agree with the core like value there as well. So maybe it's not even just the way he's saying it. Maybe they just don't agree with it at all. But I think the way he delivers it makes it just so much worse. And like a lot more people are like can easily say, oh, toxic masculinity because of how he's displaying these opinions. Yeah, I, I'd agree with part of that. I, I definitely think he gets a lot of hate based on how he says what he believes and the stuff he says. But I think another part of it is just the matter of that there's truth in some of it, and that truth isn't what our world holds as truth, if that, if that makes sense. Um, another thing he, was ta- he talks about is how, like, the man is supposed to have a sense of responsibility in the relationship and the woman is supposed to submit to her husband, which is something that's actually in the Bible. But what's really important is that that man also has to love, has to, has to love and, and cherish his wife and respect his wife. So when he's, he's talking about the, that kind of stuff, it's looked down upon in our society because we think we we've gotten twisted that we think because the husband and the wife are equal that their roles are the same and they're not the the role with the husband the husband role and the wife role are different but they're both equally and, and the bible talks about how they become one and so i think a lot of things that he says i tend to believe that there's there's more truth in what he says than we than the than the world usually thinks he just goes about it in a manner that doesn't in a manner that's offensive and a lot of the things he, he says. So it's obvious that he's causing a lot of division between the world. Um, do you think that this kind of division is something that the world needs or is it something that is just causing more chaos throughout our country? I think, I think the sense of masculinity is needed in our world. I think that... So you yeah. agree, like, 
pretty much full heartedly with what he says, just not how he says it. Or to the extent that he says it to. I would agree with... I say I'd agree with a lot of what... He, I don't know if I want to say all or most of what he says. I agree with a lot of what he says. Um, just not the way he goes about saying it. So let's sense. just like imagine he said it perfectly normal. Do you think the wisdom, I guess you could say, he's he has to offer is valuable for us? I, 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 I'd agree with that. I think, I mean, we talked about Jordan Peterson right before. I said we were going to bring him him. I think the way that Jordan Peterson says what he says and in, in talking about the strength of masculinity, I think that's a great way of saying it. I think he does an excellent job about saying what he does. And I also think he also gets hate from that just yes. because it's truth. I kind of see Andrew Tate and Donald Trump similar in the way they speak. Not necessarily topic-wise, but they talk about something and they take it a little, just a little too far. Yeah. So I, they'll, they they know how to speak. They know what they're doing. But when they get that pedestal, they take it to the extent that they can. Well, to be quite frank, sometimes they're just jerks about it too, you know? So it, it's not like, yeah, like we were saying earlier, it's not like what he's saying is bad, but how he's communicating it. Is how very, he's presenting it. It's not going to make it easier to digest. And in a way, that's really not smart because, like we were saying, some of the stuff he has to say is valuable. And, like, the fact that he has such a large platform and he's uh, communicating it so, like, poorly so that people discredit him more, that's not wise because, like, just like I said, more people are going to discredit him or just dismiss him as a jerk or a bully, even though, like, underneath kind of that persona, there is some, some good wisdom there. Yeah, yeah. That, that's really good. I Back to your original question about, like, the things, does our world need the things he talks about in the sense of masculinity? I think our world does need a stronger sense of masculinity. I think we've gone so far to include um, feminism into our society. That's a, it's a good thing. Women should, like, we, we are equals, right? We are all humans, yet masculinity is still important in our society the last i saw something the other day the last um country or empire to include homosexuality and appear homosexuality and um feminism like from a male perspective of talk toxic masculinity is bad was the roman empire before they fell and now we see in our society masculinity really has no place in, in the world that we've we've come to. And I think that's very, very dangerous. Yeah. Um, I think he's gotten a couple more things on him too. Like not just being a, a representative of masculinity, but some people have defined him as, uh, you know, the kind of person that homosexual, like, or not homosexual, homophobic people or Christian people listen to. Um, I'm going to quote somebody real quick from, if you guys have ever heard of Impulsive, um, so George Janko recently came out as a Christian. He's on the impulsive, um, podcast with Logan Paul. Um, and he's, he asked Logan Paul if like he genuinely hates Andrew Tate cause him and Andrew Tate have had some beef online. Um, not just him and Logan, but him and Jake Paul as well. Uh, they've had a couple, a little bit of beef online and then, uh, Logan responded, no, I don't hate him. Um, George proceeded to say he was like, um, okay. Cause I agree with a lot of what he says basically. This is me saying it without all the cussing that they use. Um, he was like, yeah, I agree with a lot of what he says. And Logan, 
interrupts him. He says, obviously you do. You're a racist, homophobic Christian. So it's very obvious you agree with what he aligns with. Um, and then when one of the other co-hosts, Mike, tries to tell him to stop, he continues, continues to laugh and he says, do you hate women? Do you think women are inferior to men? And capes on um, kind of making fun of like what George is believing in. Um, and it kind of gives kind of gives off the vibe that like Andrew Tate is a, a curse to society in a way when Logan puts it that way. Um, what do you think about how Logan responded to that? Very poorly, obviously. I think you should never kind of like light someone up for something they believe in. Like you should always be able to have like a respectful conversation about that. And the fact that he just kind of kept taking those cheap shots, wouldn't even let him respond and kind of like, I don't know, kind of dismissed um, his beliefs. It's not okay. Um, and yeah, to like what you're saying about Andrew Tate, like, what'd you say exactly that he was like being a bad, like icon or something? Um, like he was being a, yeah, like a representative or like, like a curse to society. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it really does just boil down a lot to how he's communicating it. Mm-hmm. Like that's like, there's kind of two aspects here. It's, it's like what he's actually saying and then how he's saying it. And like from those two topics, you can kind of like figure out the effect he's having. But I'd say like for a large part, the effect isn't going to be that good. Like, cause the way he's conveying it, the people that listen to him and kind of look up to him are, are his fans are going to like kind of take on his persona of like, being very rude about what they believe and then not being able to like fully convey why they believe that or like other than like, Oh, they heard this guy say it online. So I think there are some negative things to that. Um, yeah, I don't want to get on too much of like a Logan Paul rant, but, um, I thought it was funny cause Logan Paul posted a Snapchat story the very next day of him getting food poisoning guitar after, uh, he's going to the World Cup for guitar. He was going there yeah. to watch the final. Um, and the day after he posted that, he got food poisoning. I thought it was kind of funny because he just got done mocking God and Christianity, and the next day he can't even like sit up straight. It was kind of funny. It's not funny. But I'm, well, it's kind of funny, but yeah. <laughs> I think um, I think Christians have an interesting perspective on this whole um, thing that we see because what when Logan Paul was talking about um, when Logan Paul was talking about like you're homophobic and you think women are, are um, less equal to men and all this, all this different stuff later in the, the podcast, George asked him, well, have I ever said anything racist about a specific race? Have I said anything poorly about women? Have I ever been, homophobic to any male or female and Logan responds with no but you you go with a group that that does align with those beliefs and I think there's a there's a real issue with just saying that if you look at like back during slavery times the biggest thought process from like white slave owners was that all black people are stupid they're quick to quick to get angry and they they're just not, they're less than, than white people. And like, just how wrong that is. And like, we can sit here and know like that, that's like so messed up. 
it's messed up to do it a race. It's not only messed up to do it a race. It's messed up to do it to a whole big group of people. Like you can't sit there and make a judgment call, especially a judgment call that's that's bad about a group of people. Yes, Christians believe that homosexuality is wrong. Do Christians hate gay people, trans people? No, we just think they're living an immoral life. That doesn't mean we we just look at them as broken and hurting. That doesn't mean they're they should be cast out from society. We we don't hate the people. We hate their choices. We we hate the sin or what they choose to do. Yeah. Hate the sinner. Love. Wait. No. 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 no, no, no. <laughs> love the sinner. Hate the sin. Yes. Oh, okay. yep, yep. That was close. Oh, that was almost. <laughs> got flamed. <laughs> but like, oh, what what I'm trying to say is, Christians have an interesting perspective on this. Is we're we're starting to see what the Bible um, talks about. What is right would be called wrong. We're starting to see that in our in our own lives. And we have to be careful with um, how how we say it. Like Eli was talking about Andrew Tate. We have to be very, 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 very careful with how we're saying like what, what we're trying to get across. Because if you take Andrew Tate and you change the way he says his statements, he would be, I think he would be much, much, much more heard throughout society and less casted out by uh, people who are offended by or just disagree with what he says. And that almost is a picture of, that's kind of where I got the image of like Jordan Peterson because in my eyes, he holds some similar core values. Controversial kind (laughs) of. Right. Kind of controversial. Um, morals that can like align with Christianity but the way he goes about communicating them has so much credibility has so much stability has so much you know he's thought about it for years you know it's not just things he's saying and he's got like you know facts data to back up what he believes or like you know he he knows what he's talking about he doesn't say it rudely he'll sit down and have a very well-educated conversation and I think that's a huge part of why he is getting a better kind of, um, not a better following or, yeah, but like he's just better heard or like people are more willing to listen because yeah. he will talk in a manner that's actually bearable, actually. Yeah, I I agree with that. It's very true. What are you, what are you looking at me for? I'm just well, waiting for you to say something else. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, go ahead, go ahead. You're good. No, no, you're good. no, no, no go ahead. you go. By you all means, it. no, no, I've, <laughs> I you. am sitting here and I am very comfortable and I want to hear what you have to say because I've talked a lot right now and I feel like you Ben, you've talk. been kind of quiet. Yeah, I'm bro. observing. Okay, you're because observing what? What are you, you Jacob has a very strong uh, uh, point of view on Andrew Tate, and I, I find it very interesting to hear you speak about it. Yes, I, I think he is overly hated. One thing I actually do want to talk about is how obviously it was a big thing when he just got taken off every single platform. And this kind of goes back to our social media and the effects of social media episode, which if you have not listened to that, please go listen to it because it's amazing. Wasn't that Eli's first episode? It was Eli's first episode. I did research on that. And (laughs) one one question I think that needs to be begged if you think it was okay for him to get completely taken off or not is if he's getting taken off and terrorist organizations are not getting taken off Twitter and Facebook, 
Let them where, express themselves. Where Why Where do, do we draw the line? Like, I don't think you should. I don't think most people should be banned because it's freedom of speech, but it is owned by a platform. So, like, they do have a right to take you off if you want. But if we're banning people for controversial terms, but people are bombing people and killing people just blatantly, why are they not getting taken off when they're using it to communicate? Freedom of speech. But why is it? Yeah. I think it's probably just a kind of a stunt for the companies to be like, oh, well, okay. Because at the root of it too, Andrew Tate, his views, the way he says things sound contradictory to where our world is heading. You know, we want to empower women. We want like, there's a lot of radicalist like movements towards the opposite of what Andrew Tate's advocating for. And social media, a lot of times is like kind of ahead of the curve on supporting those radical movements. And if Andrew Tate's going to go against that, of course they're going to cut him off. So I think that's probably part of it. I think it shows how corrupt social media has become. I think, and I, I think, I don't think social media was always meant to be like this. But I think it's become a way to use the populace and try and push a movement. Yeah. But Andrew Tate. I'm I'm just saying I, I think I don't I don't think he deserved to get banned from every single platform. Did he get banned from like everything? Like he TikTok, got banned Twitter, from Facebook. Everything. Now yep. he's now some platforms have allowed him to get back on, but he was banned from Literally everything. It doesn't matter though. I think Discord, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Spread, you know, he's gonna show up on podcasts and stuff, and those clips. Will but it's get no longer everywhere. him producing anything, right? It's videos of him that people have collected, and now they're sending clips and all that. Which he's still out there. I'm just saying. I think, I think it's interesting to see someone get banned for controversial terms, but if someone's bombing and killing people openly for control of a country they don't get banned i think there's a little uh yeah i think our there's no debate <laughs> social media is kind of going downhill <laughs> there's some uh fundamental problems with social media that's for sure that doesn't even really have to involve like have we been talking about whether andrew tate's controversial just the fact that i think values are getting mixed up right so, like, kind of the whole conversation about Andrew Tate is values, too. So, like, at the root of it, what do you think he actually stands for? I think he stands for a strong sense of masculinity. And I think he... Okay, hold on, hold on. What does he stand for? What does he live by? What does he say? Say stand and stand for? for. I think he stands for a strong sense of masculinity, which I also think he lives by that. Um, I think he stands for marriage between a husband and a wife and that the woman submits to the husband and gives the the the, the, the husband does not have any power over his wife unless the woman submits to her husband but also the fact that the man loves respects and serves keyword serves his wife isn't like a master to his wife but serves his wife and like something he talks about is the fact that a man should be willing to die 
like lay his life down for his wife, which I think if you are married to a woman, you should be willing to do that if that's what it comes to. So I think those are the two big things that he stands, quote unquote, says for. Yeah, I think you can definitely, that that's absolutely what the Bible advocates for too. And correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the, there's like a comparison that's like, the husband should be like Christ and the wife should be like the church, right? Yeah, so. And kind of how Christ died for his people. We've. And all people. The the marriage is so much more than like something we have humanly. Like it is truly is a picture of the relationship between God and the church. Like. The Trinity. Yeah. Well, not not necessarily that. Just the fact that like the the church is the woman in the relationship and Jesus is the husband. And the the idea of marriage that we have this is the reason like homosexuality like the man marrying a man is so messed up and twisted is because we're not twisting the idea of marriage that we have we're twisting the picture of marriage that god's given us Mm -hmm. and so god gave us marriage so we can express the the relationship between jesus and the church right i think you're absolutely correct but then a lot of it too is like people are just turning away from Christ or just flat out don't believe. So why would they follow an image of that? You know what I mean? Yeah, no. And and I think that's just a problem we have in our society. Yeah. Kinda it's kind of crazy to think back like, what, 200-ish years ago? Like, I don't know, a little house on the prairie times. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The country was solid, bro. Like, <laughs> We were, we were tough. <laughs> we were tough. Like, everyone was going to church. <laughs> everyone, you know, wow. like, we were founded. This country was founded on Christ. It was and founded in Christian morals. Absolutely. And I think we need to bring those Christian morals back, not only in, um, like, our world, but I think we need to bring them back into politics. And now we're on a whole different rant. Yeah, and I need to stop we, talking. because we went somewhere else. <laughs> But yeah, moral of the story is that Andrew Tate has a lot of truth in what he says. He says it in the wrong way, though, that offends and pushes away people. And if people aren't willing to listen, how are they going to get anything out of? Like, you, people have to be willing to listen to you. Like, if you're not speaking in a way they want to listen, your message is not going to be heard. Right. And And that's the problem that Andrew... Tate finds himself in. Absolutely. Ben? Yeah. Any other any other thoughts? Do you have anything? No, Jacob's pretty much said it all. <laughs> Jacob really Jacob's took the... Sorry, guys. Yeah, took this one over. Took the oars and just kind of started rowing. Big Andrew Tate fan there. Took the... Did you say the whores? The oars. Oh, and okay. started rowing. What the heck? <laughs> Sorry, I just thought... Got those Andrew Tate ears. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm playing. Right. <laughs> eight years, guys. I just, I just had a lot to say this time. Sorry, <laughs> I tried to give you chances to speak. No, I think you did great. Thank you. I think you did really good. It warms my heart. You did awesome. That's sweet. Okay. <laughs> Are there any <laughs> other final thoughts before we close it uh, about Andrew Tate? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have, I have a final remark. Okay, on Andrew Tate. Mm. Does it have to be about Andrew Tate? Right to. now, yes. And then after, okay. if I nobody has anything else about Andrew Tate. Christmas is coming. Let me sum it up. No. <laughs> Sorry. Christmas, Andrew Tate. 
Let's sum it up. Um, he's he's a good guy to an extent. Just stands I, for I valid. Summed it up. S- stands yeah, for valid morals, but the way he says it makes people think that's what Jacob is toxic. Okay, <laughs> I said it better. I said it shorter. You did say it shorter. Get outplayed. Yeah, I guess so. That okay, fine. I didn't do as good. Shorter is not always the best, though. All right, can we please about move on? having your message under having your message understood is more important, Eli. Debatable. Really? Okay, Andrew Tate. All right, let's close it. Let's All close right. it right there. Um. Make sure you guys go follow us on Instagram uh, at the Danger Zone 2022. We're not posted on that in a hot second, but we've also all been gone at college, so it's it's excusable. I feel Canada. like that's fair. That's for you've not been in Canada, basically. Okay. No, that's oh, you're wait, still you in the U.S. It doesn't count. Hardly. I'm a Canadian now. Like still, no, you're steps. not Canadian. You don't live in Canada. It's two <laughs> steps. Just let me you have, have to, my moment. No, I'm not letting you have your moment. You Stop never it. get your moment. I just have my moment this whole podcast. I talk the whole time. No. Yeah. All right. No, it was Eli's uh-huh. moment. It was Eli's moment. What? moment. All right. Let's. Okay. All right. Make sure let's follow us on Instagram. Make sure you download. Make sure you like. Make sure you follow. Just subscribe. All the fun stuff. We need to start making a YouTube channel so we can have like our faces shown and our facial expressions during the podcast. Dude, I'm actually down. You want to do that? Let's do we'll it. Do th- let's we record do the next, next episode. Let's yeah. do it. Next episode is our Christmas special. <laughs> it's gonna be so much fun. We're coming out with our first YouTube video. Maybe <laughs> potentially. It's a lot of work, but we're gonna try it. Yeah. All right. Stay Maybe. warm. Stay warm. Stay warm. <laughs> That's it. The we're not closing right. on not that. Everyone. Right. <laughs> close. Stay warm. <laughs> Stay warm and uh, have All a right. nice day, guys. In the great words of Eli's ironic. <laughs> Stay warm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Le regard timide, les mains tout abîmées Taillait la pierre, fils d'ouvrier Il en était fier, mais pourquoi vous riez Non, ne le jugez pas